Welcome to Blockbuster Boys. Blockbuster Buffs. Blockbuster Banditos. Blockbuster Baddies. Blockbuster Ballers. <laughs> Mike, check one, two, Joe. Let me see what. Let me see what you're looking Yo, yo, at. yo. All right. We got Joe on the mic, and we'll get down low with the mad flow. Here doesn't, we go. Oh, no. Doesn't. I don't have any good indication that our audio is going to peak out on this, so that's good. You know, and uh, yeah, we out here. We out here. This is a, this is a, uh, we are called the Blockbuster Boys. Nope. Nope. Incorrect. Joe, you tell us what we're called, because I we keep forgetting. We are officially called the Blockbuster Buffs. Because we're so strong and powerful. Yes. And, and we're big fans. Big fans of flicks. We like flicks. We like movies. Um, so, we, yeah, we'll be talking about movies today. This uh, season is all about family. All about family. Fast and Furious family, Woo. to be specific. <laughs> and uh, as... All families do. People, you know, go their own way. They do their own thing once in a while, but yeah. they, they always come back to the barbecue. Exactly. Uh, but when they're off and about doing their own thing, uh, sometimes they got some cool projects going on. Yeah, so this season's going to be is all about checking out what those, you know, the Fast and Furious family is doing in their side projects. So we we have a pretty good list. We've already talked about the faculty, Dungeons & Dragons, Pitch Black, Fast and Furious 1. Remaining, we have Fast 5, Four Brothers, End of the Road, Bullet to the Head, Heart of Stone, Baywatch, uh, Fast 8, Italian Job, and Into the Blue, and then finally Fast 10. <laughs> so we got a lot of movies. We're long covering. season. Good it stuff. is a long season. Um, but yeah, we're, we're going to be looking at all of them. But today we're staying right over the plate. With numero cinco. Fast 5, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> The absolute best one. <laughs> Just kidding. I think the best one might be eight or maybe six. I'm not really sure. Um, but I'm really excited to, you know, we'll, we'll uh, the reason why I picked Fast 8 and 5 to go through is because those are probably the contenders for favorites. Uh, so, yeah, we'll be talking about Fast 5 today. Segments of the show, we're going to summarize the sh- or summarize the movie as quickly as we can, but also we want to try to hit everything that's important. And then we're going to do Dunk or Defend, where Joe and I, we don't know what the other person's going to do. And we will either dunk on the movie primarily or defend the movie. This is also when we'll say what we, you know, if we liked it or didn't like it. And then we've we got the mild time at the end. That's is the movie functioning properly on its merits? Uh, how fast can it, you know, reach that finish line? So, got anything before we get into it? Uh, No. You watch anything this week other than dude? These movies? I, I did watch a lot this week actually. Um, I was sick all week, and so my mom was taking care of me, and mm. we would, uh, you know, have our TV trays out, uh, watching movies with dinner every night. Sweet. And so, you know, I had to go with the the heartwarming, like fun, fun mom movies. So first we did Blended with Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. Nice classic rom com, super cute. Then we did uh, Peanut Butter Falcon. Oh, that movie's great. I love that movie. Uh, and then we did Champions. Oh, I didn't uh, see that yet. It's good. It was quite fun. Tip this up. Tip your mic up a little bit. Yeah. Like bit, that? A little bit more. I don't know how to tip it up more than that. There like we go. Like that? Yep. Okay. Now we're getting it clean. Yeah, dude. How was Champions? It was fun. It was very fun. Woody Harrelson crushed it. Um, it was, had some good heart, had some good moments, some fun dialogue. Uh, 
good storyline overall. Fairly, uh, fairly predictable for what you'd expect, but also like not totally cliche and expected. Still, nice. still fun and original. Yeah, it looks. Uh, I almost watched that the other day, but it looked too heartwarming. So instead, <laughs> too I watched heartwarming all the Final Destination movies. Oh, jeez! Totally like, different. I mean, Absolute it was, opposite. It was over the course of like five or six <laughs> days, and there's five. There's five movies. Yeah, and you're like, let's send it. They are not that great. Yeah, I don't think I've seen more I, than like twenty seconds. I enjoyed combined. the first one quite a bit. Um, and I enjoyed aspects of all of them, except for the, the last one. But yeah, they're they're not great. Um, basically, part is the suspension of disbelief becomes you know starts to really wear on you, especially yeah. if you watch them kind of in a row. Sure, they're they're kind of fun. They're not too like sawy, which is nice. That's good. You know, a little bit a little bit gruesome, but not too bad. So is there is there actually a storyline at all to them? Like uh, yeah, they they get a premonition <laughs> in each one. Um, about an event that's like gonna cause the deaths of multiple people. Okay. And then a small group escapes that event because they one person had a premonition, and then death is coming for them. So then they die in like ridiculous ways. Gotcha, gotcha. So but it's they like... try to fight it, and they think you know they think oh if we do this we can beat it. Yeah. So far no dice. So <laughs> and I think the whole I think it's over. So. Hmm. Is it the same group of people every time or totally different? It's different. Yeah. Yeah, because they all die every movie. <laughs> okay. It's like the opposite of Scream. Like, Scream is great because, you know, half the people make it every time and they always kill the bad guy. Yeah. But this is like no one makes it every time and the bad guy's inanimate, so... <laughs> Can't lose. There's yeah, he can't lose because he's a he's a force of nature. So, <laughs> um, or maybe God or something else. Yeah, I don't know. I just felt like you know changing it up a little bit. Yeah, and talking I talking mean, about some some stuff that you know catching up a little. It is warming uh, up. Yeah, taking the dust off. It's it's spooky season too. So oh, that's true. I'm uh, I'm glad you're getting those movies going. I'm gonna definitely start be re-stepping my my horror game up next couple months. Yeah, man. I'm going to face a little more close to the fire as well. Okay. Keep yourself nice, warm, warm and toasty. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, you know what? We did echo. leave that light on. Did you want to leave that light on? I think so, yeah, because otherwise we won't get anything on the video. Okay. But also we could just turn it off and see what happens. Sure. Kind of the spooky vibe for a not spooky episode. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, yeah. That's banging. <laughs> Bangerang, baby. <laughs> Yeah, that's actually kind of cool. It is. Um, it is very spooky. I don't know if we're going to get any content from this with the lighting, but we'll see what we can do. Um, as I adjust, i just going to make sure my mic is facing. Awesome. You sound great to me, buddy. That's awesome, bud. That's great. <laughs> so here is uh, on this, you know, late September cold evening. The vibe has really shifted with the light off. Um, we're talking about really important things. We're talking <laughs> super, about Fast Five. Super important things. It's the oh man! All right, so Fast Five, Joe. Have you seen Fast Five? I have. Wonderful. Once or twice. You got to do it every time. <laughs> you got to do it every time. 
Um, I'm pretty sure it's the first one that Justin Lin directed, and he really took the franchise in a new direction. So if you watched the first one with us and haven't watched the other ones, uh, the first one is a heist movie about street racers. The fifth one is when it becomes a um, really crazy heist movie about, like, I don't know, spies? Like, like high-end art thieves almost? <laughs> it gets absolutely absurd. Um, and so they are... Like the the basic pitch is the fast team is on the run and they go down to Rio and then they rob the basically warlord drug lord of Rio um, out of I believe it's like a hundred million dollars. Yep, hundred million. Hundred million. So yeah, they each get like twelve or something. Yeah, I think it was eleven. Yeah, it's which is crazy because they from here on out it almost is like they have infinite money. Yeah, and just, it's like eleven million dollars, guys. I I know it goes far, but uh, <laughs> you unless... just you just wait, wait and see where you're gonna be from here. You're gonna have whatever you want, anytime you want it. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty insane. I will say that as ridiculous as this one is like it definitely steps up the ridiculousness i feel like that happens every every movie just gets a little bit more ridiculous right but also this introduced a bit more it also had more serious moments oh yeah for sure like i'd say i don't want to jump the gun too much on the summary but mm-hmm. one of the more serious moments is when the rocks crew is all getting killed oh yeah i when, almost forgot about that yeah <laughs> when they're all out on the street having that shootout mm-hmm. and his crew is just like getting shot all around him there's like yeah dang this is actually like pretty this is this is real like this is this is serious now yeah and it starts i mean it starts fairly serious dom said at the in the first movie that he'd rather die than go to jail and so like this is you know at the end of the fourth one he is arrested and he's going to jail um and this is where Brian breaks bad again because he's been he's been reinstated the FBI, and he breaks Dom out, and that's nope. the first part of the movie. They flip over a bus, prison bus, a prison bus full of people. <laughs> Nobody dies. It rolls yeah. like five times. No one even is really injured, and then they just take Dom and they go on the run. Basically, the, the one thing I thought was funny about like the whole news reporter uh-huh. part of that scene is that like none of the other inmates escape. They yeah. say that only one inmate escapes. And you're like, what? Come on. Like, those guys would have been running for their lives, like going wherever they yeah, could. Yeah, they're like on the border of yeah. Mexico. <laughs> like, just like, just go south, on. guys. A couple of them would have escaped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, the guards immediately got up and they took care so, of it. <laughs> Brian wrangled all the prisoners before he took Dom. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys stay. Yeah, exactly. Stay. So they flip a bus and then they're on the run. And this is also kind of a serious thing. Like, they're on the run, they're driving through, you know, South America, or yeah, South America, and like trying to get to safety, and they end up in Rio and bump back into our old pal Vince, who has been living there with his wife. He he got sent on the run after Brian busted him in the first movie, um, and they they make nice with Vince pretty quickly, which is uh, it's all right. Um, but Vince has a job for them because they need money. They're strapped. They've been, you know, they basically burned all of their connections. Vince is basically the last thing they have left. And Dom has not arrived yet. So they are going to rob a train. And this is the inciting incident, as it were. Woo! Yeah, they rob this train. So they, uh, Vince has a couple guys set up. They need some extra drivers. So 
Um, Mia is pregnant, but no one else knows it except for Vince's wife, and uh, that's it. And they, her and Brian and Dom, Dom shows up right at the last minute to help them with this heist. And they like, this was really cool. This was like one of the cooler, like, this scene like sets the tone for almost the rest of the series. It's this, this initial heist here. Yep. So they like pull up beside a train and they do kind of the same thing they always do where they, something's on the move. They pull up beside it. They pull up in front of it. They hop on, they take what they want, they leave. And that's like their kind of MO. So this one, they cut through the side of the train. They have these cars, and the cars get pulled out onto this trailer, and then it like backs off. And so there's agents on this train that this is bait for, uh, we'll find out later, Braga's men. But yeah, there's agents on this train that, that, you know, head to the back of the train as they're, you know, Mia jumps out with the GT500, which they, the the other the other members of this crew, this heist crew, are very unhappy about it. <laughs> um and then those FBI agents come back and the, the basically the other members of the crew that Dom and Brian have just like been thrust into the, kill well, the Vin- FBI agents. Vince took off in the first one, right? Vince Vince is off in the first car. Um No, he takes off in the last car. Who takes the first car? Mia. Ladies first. She takes the GT500. She All goes. Right, right. And then one of the other guys takes the next one. And then there's the last okay. car, I believe. One of the other guys does. Right. And they start fighting with their own crew. Right. Like the, the locals who are, yeah, so Brian and Dom start fighting with them because they killed some FBI agents. And they also, oh, they overhear that they're going to go after Mia. That's what it is. And so the the FBI agents are talking in Spanish that they're gonna they need to go after Mia because that's the car that they came here to get the oh, car uh-huh. that she has yeah and so Dom and Brian start taking him like start fighting with them Brian like flies off the he's he's on the back of the flatbed truck and he like tries to tries to get that dude and he's, he's uh, hanging on by the chain yeah there's like this big fight and then Dom is fighting the guy inside the train the tr- the big truck like they. He fights the driver for the big flatbed truck and then, like, jumps into the side of the train so it's, like, being drug, and he's stuck on the back of the truck and he can't get off. And Dom sees him, so he jumps the car out of the train and then drives up next to the thing, next to the truck while Brian's hanging off, and he jumps onto the back of this, like, really cool convertible just before they get to the bridge. And then they have... It's a canyon. Yeah. And And so they fall, like... They jump the car off and they fall, like, 400 feet land in the water and are just like totally fine they jump out of the car and that's like the first stunt in the whole franchise where it's like they're definitely dead like for sure they're dead there's no there's no like there's no coming back from that but they're clear they're just totally fine where they just brush it off and they that's where they like become something entirely different and so there's there's like a bunch of scenes like that that i could get into in this movie but the long and short of it is they go back to Vince's warehouse. They feel like Vince sold them out. Oh, no, no, no. They get captured by Braga. Then they end up they end up back at the warehouse. They feel like Vince sold, sold them out. Um, they find a chip in the car with the information to all of Braga, who's the guy who owns Rio, basically, all of his stash houses. He owns the police. He does the drug running. He owns the favelas, supposedly. Basically, he gives them things. And now they're indebted to him, and they're they have to 
they basically have to do what he says. Um, so they find this this chip that has all the information for all the stash houses. And can you help me out here? Yeah, intro the rock. Oh, right. So this is where uh, Dwayne shows up, Hobbs, Agent Hobbs, the FBI's best uh, international tracker mm-hmm. for chasing down the, the most wanted. So Hobbs shows up with his crew. Uh, there's about five or six of them, and he enlists the help of a local policewoman who... Elena. Elena. He believes uh, because of her... Uh, somewhat low standing uh, in the force as well as just her history of her husband having a, been a policeman who was killed. Uh, he doesn't think she'll uh, be be easily bought by Braga uh, mm-hmm. or anyone else. So he feels like he can trust her. He gets her help to be like their local guide. Yeah, he's hunting them because they broke Dom out of prison. That's the main reason he's there at all. And so they they see all this you know this potential with the stash houses, and they're like, look, if we can get this dude's money, then we can get out of here. And he's not a good guy, and so we can be free. Basically, we can buy our way to freedom by going to non extradition country and just staying there, having a nice place. And so then they're like, all right, we're gonna need a team. But at that moment, uh. The Rock gets them, right? Well, he, he busts in. He breaks up their party and yeah. starts chasing them. He, that's when... Oh, and Braga's mad at the same time. Yeah, yeah. That's when they're running through the over the rooftops. Right. Uh, and, yeah, he busts in. Uh, he's chasing chasing Dom, and, and Braga's men is chasing chasing Dom. Brian and Mia run off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they do all escape. They, right. That's At this point, they all escape... They, they split off. Dom runs into Elena uh, at one point, and they have a little uh, interaction. She picks up his cross mm-hmm. uh, necklace. And... Yeah, he saves her from Braga's men. Yep. Who yep. starts shooting at her, pulls her back. Right. Saves her life. Mm-hmm. Uh, then he takes off, uh, and he meets up with Brian and Mia. And at this point, they're like, we need to assemble a crew to right. be able to pull this off. And that's also when Mia... Tells him she's pregnant. Yeah, she's like, I we can't we can't run anymore. We can't split split up. Dom's like, let's split up. That'll yeah. make it harder for us to catch. And she's like, no, we can't do that. Like, I'm having a baby. I need you guys both to be here for that. Yep. And so that's when they hatch this plan. Smash cut. No, actually, I don't know what the cut situation is. But yeah, this is where <laughs> they start to really like consider the plan. You know, they're gonna need a wheel man and uh, a face and. Um, you know, a tech guy, just basically all these things. Dom is like listing it out on this balcony, and as he's listing it, they're they're like cutting to, you know, we the got crew. Tyrese, yeah. we got um Tej, yep, we got Giselle and Han, Han. yep, and you've got a uh... the two the two dudes that aren't really like in it, yeah, anymore after that, right, <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know who they are, to be it's honest. Like, they they have kind of small parts, but they basically are like mechanics. Um, Santos and Leo. Yeah, they're definitely like part of the family, but they're also kind of like distant part of the family. 
Um, Minor roles. Yeah, exactly. We got Taj and Tyrese and Roman and the whole the whole crew. And that is like the first time they all meet up in a warehouse. And it's it's all, I guess it's five of them. It's Roman, Tej, Han, Leo, and that other dude. And, and Giselle. And then and Giselle, Brian, Mia. And that's it. And Dom. Oh, yeah, and Dom. Yeah, Dom, <laughs> yeah. you know, the head of the family. So eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's nine people all yeah. together. Um, but, yeah, they, they meet up in this warehouse, and Dom kind of explains the plan. And they're like, how are you going to hit this many stash houses in one day? Like, at the same time. He's like, we're not. So then they go into one, and they burn the money yep. to send a message. And they pretty much... Uh, by by going into this stash house, they they don't kill anybody, but they pile up all the money, they burn it, and they tell the the head guy of this house to tell the, tell his boss what happened. Uh, and at this point, their plan is to get Braga to put all of his money in one place. Yeah, if they burn down the house, they just assume that they're going to be putting it all in one place and then their next mission is to follow the money so they all post up outside of the stash houses or in high ground and like look as he moves it and this is where roman well this is where they find out it's going into the police station braga <laughs> owns the police that thoroughly that uh yeah he just has a vault that he just has in the police station <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and this is where roman says oh man what does he say this just went from mission impossible to mission in freaking sanity. Yeah, I believe something like that. Yeah, so they're, <laughs> they're like, "Oh, we should bail," and then you know that's when they're like, "No, we we can't bail. We just we got to do it. We could do it." So they're they kind of rework the plan and they're trying to figure out how to break the safe. They're trying to figure out how to get past the security cameras into the police station because they're trying to do a stealth mission. They're trying to. Uh, they need to figure out what type of safe it is. And so they have to, like, they do, you know, some shenanigans to, like, they, like, blow up a bathroom and then run, like, a camera down. Or they, oh, they have Roman bring, like, a, a car, like, an RC car in as evidence to, like, figure out what safe it is. I don't actually remember. Oh, yeah, to get the security feed. That's why they blow up the bathroom. Like, doing little things to do recon on the on the building. And it's it's pretty fun. Braga touches Giselle's butt. That's her primary role in the movie. That's how they get his fingerprint. <laughs> get his handprint. Yep. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. Um, but yeah, they find out the safe needs a handprint. And so, like, Han's going to go. And Giselle follows him because they're in love. They don't no, know. No, they, they go together. No, no, no. She's, yeah, they go together. But he's like, Han, can oh, you do yeah, it? Yeah, and yeah. she's like, I'll go with him. Yeah, them. right. Yep. And so they're <laughs> talking and flirting, you know. And then he, Braga's so heavily guarded that. Han's just like, there's no way we can get a handprint. <laughs> She's like, never send a man to do a woman's job. <laughs> just watch. Yeah. <laughs> so she just walks over there in a bikini, and he just touches her bikini butt. And she sits down, starts having a conversation. Yeah. And, and then they get the print off of her <laughs> bikini, which is like, all right, I know it's nylon, but I, <laughs> I don't think, like, I, I don't think that's possible. <laughs> that thing's all scrunching up and stuff. Like, it's, like, the fabric is stretchy. Like, you can't... Oh, man. It's silliness. I mean, highly unlikely, for sure. But, hey. It, yeah. It goes with the... Uh, it it's literally, the mold. like, other than driving a garbage truck at the end, 
it's the only thing she does in the movie is no, flirt with Han as, and do well, that. She also has one of the best times on doing the time trial. True, but that doesn't going, amount to anything. Eh, it's the only thing she actually still... accomplishes. <laughs> it could it is kind of important. Yeah, I mean they're they're yeah they spend a lot of time doing it. They're trying to figure out how to get past these cameras, and so they're trying to go fast enough, and so they go, they get these fast cars. They're they're uh, they're trying to see who can do it the fastest, and they set up you know like shelving and things like that to yeah. to simulate the uh, the parking garage at the police station, and they and Giselle does have one of the best times, so that's interesting. Um, and at these street races, Brian and Dom have a huge amount of street cred, which is important because middle to end of them doing all of these things, they find out that they've been burnt. So Mia is somehow just tech girl now. She just watches the computers to make sure they don't get burnt. It seems like that. But yeah, uh, they, they find out that, you know, Hobbs is looking for them and they all are wanted now. And their their whole team is wanted now, and it's really problematic. And so they're like, "What do we do to gain more time? Let's get some fresh air." So they go to the street race, and Hobbs, big brash Hobbs, who has an accent in this movie that he does not have as his character in any of the other fast flicks. Really? Yeah, he has like kind of a drawl. Especially, it kind of fades oh. out by the end of the movie. Yeah, he does have kind of a draw, huh? Yeah, and he yep. like has it in this movie, and he doesn't have it. It's so striking because when he first talks, you're like, "That's not what you sound like. <laughs> you sound like The Rock. You're not <laughs> a southern boy." But yeah, so he tracks him to the street race event, and they're like, "He's like, you're coming with me, Dom," and they're like, "Oh, I don't, I don't feel like I'm under arrest. Like I don't feel like I'm coming with you." And then he pulls out his gun. And then Dom lifts his arms and all the street racers pull out their guns and tray them on the cops. And he's like, you forgot one thing, Hobbs. We're not in America. <laughs> Dunk. Dunk on him. Yeah. He's always doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. So he's taunting Hobbs. Pretty epic. The whole plan was to get a tracker on him. And then it's, I think it's the day before. The day before they're trying, they're going to do the heist. We still don't really know what the heist is. But the day before they're going to do the heist, um, Hobbs busts them. It, they're in their little warehouse. They're working well, on their stuff. Is there something we need to talk about before then? The They think that... Uh, they they have to do the... They, they have to do the, the heist that day. Like, for whatever reason, the timeline jumps oh, yeah. up. And because the the tracker they put on Hobbs uh vehicle is like across town or whatever. Like uh-huh. now is the best window we're gonna have. We gotta do it now. Oh yeah. They're they're trying to wait for him to be be far enough away in order to do it. Yeah. That's right. But then as they're getting ready. Yeah, he, he busts in. So basically he he says that he found out the like he like reversed the tracker. I don't. Even, I don't know. Science mumbo jumbo tech term. He reversed the tracker, uh, <laughs> and found out where they were, and then he sent it on its merry way. Uh, and this is a pretty big deal. This is a pretty big fight scene with Dom and The Rock, and yeah. they really go. They go toe to toe. I've heard rumor that they each have the same amount of hits in this because neither one of them wanted to lose a fight. It's pretty clear that like Dom wins, but only because he gets a wrench. You know. Yeah. 
But yeah, they're like throwing each other. They're throwing bows and haymakers and kicks and knees, and then they, you know, they're breaking oh, they're apart. Be, yeah, like, like throwing each other through like windows walls and, and windows. Walls. Yeah, <laughs> like multiple it's a walls. Gnarly fight. Yeah, yeah, they're like interior, but yeah, it's it's uh it's a it's a rough fight, and then it's starting to look like Dom is losing his losing his uh, composure a bit. And he finds a just a big old wrench. Like I mean, like as long as my arm, like maybe the size of my arm. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like yeah. a two and a half foot wrench, <laughs> yeah. and just like he looks like he's gonna bring it down and just crush DJ's skull. But he bang, and you don't see it. And it, Mia's crying. She's like, "No, Dom, don't." And then it pans down, and he's all right. But the uh, the ranch has dented there has took a chunk out of the concrete next to his head and so they get arrested and that's the end of the movie <laughs> uh, <laughs> close nope this is nope. the scene joe was talking about so i want you to talk about it because yeah this is when they get arrested and this is how they get get hobbs on their side well i don't remember exactly what happens after this moment oh yeah the, he, they put him in the cars they're they're in the they're in the caravan all, the whole team is is being arrested, so they're in Hobbs's giant like SUV. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So this and is, then a RPG right. hits the front car. <laughs> yeah. So they're going through the streets of Rio. They the uh, in the car is Brian, Dom, Mia, and Vince. Right. Uh, the, everyone else has gotten away at this point, right? Yeah, they either got the rest, away or they're yeah they must have gotten away. The rest of the crew yeah. is is off somewhere else. They're, they're yeah, okay maybe for they now. dipped. Uh, they're just, they, they knew they'd been, been burned, so they're off. But anyway, there goes to the streets of Rio, uh, and Braga's men start, they, they launch a RPG, the, one of the front vehicles totally blows up. There's, they've got men all over the place shooting down on them from, from buildings above. So the Rock's men start getting out of their vehicles. They're shooting up at everybody. Uh, trying to get out of there alive, and they're just getting picked apart. Uh, there's grenades going off. One dude gets shot, uh, and then the... yeah, it feels like war. It's oh yeah, straight up war. Like the another RPG goes off right in front of the rock's face, and he just gets blown back like 20 feet. Uh, he's laying down on the ground, and he's seeing, he's looking over, seeing another one of his dudes get shot, uh, and then as he. Uh, Oh, one of his buddies is like laying on the ground and he sees him and then a grenade falls on the ground mm. in front of him. Mm-hmm. And like that moment's pretty, hits pretty hard. Yeah, for sure. And, Cause you see the rocks like crying. He's so charismatic and you just love him. And this, this guy was also kind of funny and they, they like had a good banter and then that grenade blows up and he's just gone. Yep. And you see the anguish in the rock's face. Oh, so sad. And as the rock lays there, uh, one of Braga's men walks towards him, gun raised, ready to shoot him down, and then, blam, gets shot from behind by Dom or I think Brian. So yeah, either Dom or Brian. Dom or Brian. They had convinced and, Elena, who was left in the car, she's the cop from Rio, to let them out because she knows that they have some level of skill and training, and. You know, any Will enemy help. of my enemy yeah. is my friend. They, <laughs> yeah. She knows they're not savages. Yeah, like, and she had a moment with Dom already too. Like yeah. she kind of, uh, at one point we skipped over this, but Dom had gone back to her house, 
uh, to get his necklace back from her. And they had a little interaction where she started to see a little bit more of a depth to him, not just the total criminal. Yeah, Dom lost Letty, and she lost her husband. Well, we supposedly he lost Letty. <laughs> but yeah, so they they have a little bit of a connection. Letty's but, dead. Yeah, she's dead forever. She never comes back. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> uh, so anywho, Elena kind of trusts them. She lets them out of their, their handcuffs, whatever, in the car. So Dom gets out. Brian gets out. They start fighting Braga's men. They save they save the rock. Dom goes over, picks the rock up, and, and uh, pulls them back to the, the vehicle. The, they all, the other two trucks are totally blown up. So this is the last one. It's like an armored truck that they've got left. They all pile into the armored truck and take off through the streets trying to get away. Uh, and they, they go back to their warehouse to kind of... Yeah, this one's the Rock's warehouse. Is it the Rock's I warehouse? I think it's his little okay. spot, yeah. Gotcha. They go back to one of their two warehouses. Yeah, you know, they're... <laughs> everybody has centers. a warehouse. Everyone's got a warehouse. Yeah. <laughs> they just pop up out of nowhere, and hey, yeah. I've got a warehouse, but... Yeah, you, great. you can go into any city in America, a... you can get yourself a warehouse <laughs> In no time. Just like, like a hotel room, almost. Yep. You don't have to book in advance. You just walk up, bar on this warehouse. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that's when they, they they make a deal with the Rock. The Rock actually suggests it. Uh, what's his name in real in this show? Hobbs. Hobbs. Yeah. So Hobbs makes a deal because he's pissed that Braga killed his men. He knows they're trying to rob Braga. He's not really concerned about the heist. He's just like, I'm supposed to take you guys in. So he's like, I'm gonna help you take this dude down. But. Once that's done, I'm gonna like I'm still fulfilling my manhunt, but uh, I'll I'll help. Like yeah, well, let's we're gonna kill this guy. We're gonna get him out of here. And so they're like, and it, I guess the justification is they have to take his money, otherwise whoever's next in line is just gonna take it. Uh-huh. So they need to take his money so that way he, that power structure is totally collapsed. Yep. Um. So from here, the heist. Heist they just ensues. bring him in. Yeah, the heist ensues. And this, I'm, I got some time, but I, I'm not going to try to rush this. Because <laughs> it's it's pretty cool, and it's also pretty insane. And there's good parts about it, and there's bad parts about it. But it, it cuts from there to The Rock driving up to the police station, like, bashing through barricades in his big giant gray suv like war vehicle (laughs) like busting through a wall and then another wall and then like driving out and he's followed by these two like jet black dodge chargers with this like whole welded wench system set up on him and that's obviously dom and brian and they are they pull into this police station back up to the safe they take their little winches and hooks. They hook them on these. I'm assuming the most insanely powerful cables of all time. <laughs> <laughs> and then, just with the power of the Dodge Charger SRT from what 2005, 2008, maybe. Um, when did this movie come out? Uh, yeah, tw- 2011. Yeah, 2011. Yeah, with the the sheer raw power of two Dodge Charger SRTs. They are able to uh, bust this safe out of the wall and start dragging it. And this is where the fun, like, really <laughs> kicks off. 
All the while, Hobbs and Elena are giving them cover from the armored vehicle, mm-hmm. and they they lead them they lead them off out of there. Yeah, they lead them out, and then they kind of they they peel off. I uh, yeah, they're not like in front of them the whole time. True. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, so they when this two tr- like they you know drift around a corner, and this safe that's dragging behind them starts like it rolls. And like hits, knocks over trees, and then they're using the safe as like a weapon. Like they smash it through a bank at one point. You see these people <laughs> yeah. getting out of the way, but it's like, dude, you are killing just so absolutely many just people. killing people. Like there are hundreds dead, if not more. Like <laughs> oh, this is absurd. But I, well, the first time I saw it, I didn't think about that at all. Yeah, it was you know the third or fourth time that it really started to sink in. Like. You were just like murdering people, and then also, not only the like, not only the the pedestrians, but like the cops. Oh yeah, like the cops are painted as the bad guys because well, every cop in Rio is is corrupt. Oh, that's weird. A loose focus. Yeah, it did. Huh. Maybe it's, it caught a flame at one point. Had a hard time focusing. There we go. I don't know. But yeah, so it's it's like every cop in, in Rio is corrupt. It's like, okay, well, you have a day job in a city where the whole government's corrupt. Like, you're still taking people off the street. You're still catching murderers. But occasionally you have to, like, overlook a drug deal or something. Like, it's not honorable. It's not integrity. But it's like, this is the whole system you have. And if you're not doing it, someone else is doing it. Like... This is a way for you to provide for your family. You're very impoverished. Like, it's not honorable. It's not noble. But it's not like you're an evil, wicked person. Yeah. You're just <laughs> like, working within the system that... Yeah, like, you didn't make been... this up. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you don't comply, you'll get killed. Like, and sure, you can be Elena, and she's probably not long for this world if Dom doesn't come along. But, you know, or her husband. And that's a more noble way to go. But these people don't deserve to just get, like, murdered. <laughs> just get crushed by a safe. Like, <laughs> like he just go into his day job, and also he could be a traffic cop. Maybe he has no <laughs> level of corruption. He's just like kind of like going about his day. But one of one of the things they do say at one point is all the cops that are chasing them are the ones that can be bought. They're the guess, ones that are like are actually the corrupt ones because the other ones aren't like on duty or 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 aren't part of the chase. I don't remember exactly, but there that did come up at one point. Yeah, I think the I think the assumption is that if if you're a good cop, you're not going to chase down Braga's money, but it's still like dudes driving through the streets with a giant safe like <laughs> smashing buildings. Yeah. Like if you're a cop and you see that like you should get involved. <laughs> just like, they it's got not it. good. <laughs> we got to do something about that. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe you could justify it. It doesn't bother me a lot because it's so silly, but it's like, and they do try to kind of hand wave it away. But yeah, it's it's pretty absurd. <laughs> and so they, they, you know, they're expert drivers. They're in sync in their communication, which is kind of cool because they've really only had two movies together. And the last one, they didn't like each other very much. True. And so this is really the like solidification of the friendship of Dom and Brian. Oh yeah. And they're they're in sync. This is where they become like really brothers, kind of. Yep. Um. So they end up they're ending this chase on a bridge. Oh yeah, Roman and Tej 
they oh and Han come in and they start just like getting the cops off of their tail because they had stolen police cars earlier in the flick and now they're like they they blend in and then they just start like you know knocking other they're they're playing bumper cars out there yep and so they clear a, a window for them and they you hear them say like oh like 90 seconds or whatever they this has got to work so then they then they make it to this bridge and you think like oh that's what that's for um they make it to this bridge and they're driving across the bridge um but on this straightaway they can't really outrun all the other cars because you know they're they're pulling this giant safe so like on this straightaway they can't outrun or outclass everybody so they get to the end of this long bridge and dom's like hey uh brian you get out of here and i'll i'll take the safe and i'll go and i had a when i first saw this movie i was like it took both those cars to pull that safe yeah this is absurd yeah and i they like (laughs) So Dom just turns around and he like well, starts he, he playing. Well, he makes he makes Brian's wench released. Too. Oh yeah, he's got a button. Yeah, for he's it. got a button for Brian's wench. Which I was like, why would he have the button for Brian's car? Dom's secretly just kind of a control freak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, he doesn't true. want anyone else to be in charge. He's yep. not interested in that. <laughs> so yeah, there. Dom just you know he's facing Braga alone. He's got the one Dodge Charger and he's got the safe. And he's just weaving between cop cars and pancaking them oh with the vault. Oh my gosh, the vault is just destroying everything. <laughs> and then finally, at the last minute, there's a minigun that's like tr- about to take him out. And he like whips the safe around, hits the e brake to like spin the whole thing. It hits the it hits the SUV with the minigun, and the safe flips over and yanks the car. And he like jumps out just at the last second before the car gets thrown into the, like into the water, which is pretty rough. Um, Braga's car is destroyed at this point, and as Braga's dude gets out to kill Dom, Brian shoots him. So Brian followed him back up, obviously, because it's Brian. And uh, he's like a little puppy dog for Dom, just following him around everywhere he goes. <laughs> no, he's a, he's a brother, dude, not a puppy dog. Yeah, I mean, I think in this one he's still kind of like, I'm dating your sister, I'm just, you know, married, I'm trying to impress you. The next couple movies, the next two, he's more in the like, we're, we're equals, but I submit to your leadership because you're Dom. That's, that's my that's my take on that matter. I, I kind of, I, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Um. So, The Rock shows up and just unceremoniously shoots Braga in the head oh, when he's time. on the bridge. Yeah. He just like walks Whoops. up and pop, pop. He's <laughs> like, so boys, I guess you get 24 hours to escape, but you got to leave the safe here. <laughs> and they're like, that's a deal. And then The Rock's like, oh, and Toretto, I'll be seeing you. And then Dom's like, no, you won't. <laughs> so they drive off into the sunset. And actually, they drive off back to the warehouse, but we don't see that yet. But we see the rock, and he goes over to the safe, and he just opens it. It's just open. I mean, they've they Brian and Dom have pulled off yeah. at this point for sure. They're they're gone. gone. Yeah, they're totally gone. Yeah, this safe is just, the the rock just goes over to the safe, opens yeah. it, and it's empty. Woo! Yeah, it's empty. It's crazy. Actually, I need this. One. It's crazy. It's empty, and it it genuinely surprised me. Partly because. It's, I want to call it like really impressive and it kind of is, but like, 
I didn't expect it to be empty. I really didn't. But it, it does make sense of Dom being able to pull, pull it by himself. And, like, you don't really know what happens, but then they kind of just explained it to you. So they had to clear that 90-second window earlier, Don, or Han and um, Roman and Tej. So that way, these guys could pull up, and there's Giselle driving the trash truck, and then the two other the two other guys, Leon and his brother, um, on the back, and they pull the safe up the back of the trash truck, They're just using momentum, and then it, they they attach a winch to that and pull it up, and then they drop a new safe, the one that they the dummy safe they got to practice on, down in front and hook it on the back of their cars, which. The continuity there, to be honest, does not work because they these guys hooked the like hooked the new safe onto the back of their car with this thing, but as they're pulling it, it still looks like it's being pulled by the winch. So there's definitely continuity errors with that, but we'll forgive it. But basically, the you know they pull away with the with the empty safe, and that's you know that's how it works. But it's kind of cool. Like I really like that. It was yeah. a, it was a big surprise, and I at first I thought like. Oh, they didn't steal the safe. Like, I didn't know what was happening the first time I saw it. And they get back, and Tej uses the handprint, opens the safe, and they all get away. Out out falls $100 million. Yep. Han and Giselle go make out on the Autobahn. Roman, Tej opens a, opens a a mechanic shop. shop. Back in, back in Miami, back in Florida. And Roman shows up with this yep. car that only five exists in the world, and Tej has the same one. <laughs> and that's pretty fun. And Tej has two girls step out of his. That's Roman right. only has one. So he's the, clearly got the upper hand. And But it, it definitely points towards Roman and Tej being like pretty pretty good buddies that yeah. they're there together in Florida now. Mm-hmm. Which is important. Yep. And then Dom and Mia and Letty – or no, Dom and Mia and – no, Brian. Brian and Elena. No, Brian and Mia, Dom and Elena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, they're all get it right. You know, the, the two couples. They're <laughs> the all two there. Uh, they bought, you know, a cool beach house with their money, and somewhere there's no extradition. I'm assuming just also Brazil, but yeah, it was unclear <laughs> outside of Rio, some tropical place. <laughs> yeah, and they're they're on the beach with their big fancy house, and they are. It's not a big fancy house. It's a pretty small house, actually. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, so they haven't gotten the big fancy huh. one yet. All right. No, no. This uh, this was a pretty uh, humble, yeah, humble abode. I think they're trying to be a uh, low key. Yeah, they they upgrade pretty quick by the second <laughs> by the next movie. They're they're in like a mansion. <laughs> um. So yeah, that Brian and Dom straight race to finish it up, and that's the movie, and it's great. Yep. You got anything else to add? Any any particular scenes you loved or didn't like? <laughs> I think the one other thing to add, as far as the the last scene, yeah, like the the whole chase scene with the with everything, is I don't know when they got back to the point where they're at the Rocks Warehouse and uh-huh. the Rocks like I'll help you guys. I don't know where they had the time to come up with the plan to put the vault in the trash truck without the rock knowing about that part of the plan. Oh, I think they already had that planned. 
because they knew the rock would catch up to him. Mm. So they needed the dummy safe to be a decoy for him. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I just did like with everything with like the with the plan changing, it didn't make sense to me how they came to that plan without the rock finding out. Like without the rock being a part of it. Yeah. But it's like that makes sense. I think they do it right away. And also, this one actually, I think there is continuity there. Let's get into the next one. So there's, there's not really, <laughs> you don't really have those problems anymore. <laughs> Just gonna have to let those things go. But yeah. yeah, that is a good point. I think that they are. That was always part of the plan because the okay. rock was always in play, as, like, as a he was always in play on the field of battle, basically. Sure. Like so they had to account for him somehow. And I think that's how they always were gonna account catching for him. up to them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Makes that's sense. my that's my current theory. So I, I was I'll able to do it. that in just under fifty minutes. So we did it. We did it. It's pretty exciting. So I obviously love this movie, but uh, you know that's not really what. It's time for Dunker defend. Dunker that's, defend. I'm so eager to hear what Joe's gonna say. So ready? Well, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Hold You're on. Ready? I'm All not right. ready. <laughs> Follow your heart. Follow your heart, Joe. Dude, I don't want to follow my heart. Okay. Okay. One, two, three. Defend. No. No, (laughs) Joe. How could you do this to me? I thought we were brothers, Joe. I thought we were family. Dude, we are family. But All right, you got to start us off. You told me to go with my heart. You're right. You got to go with your heart. Again, This is we don't know what the other person is going to say. And then also, this is not necessarily how well the movie does exactly what it's trying to do. This is more of a heart move. Um, but just so you know, I'm going to have dunks and defense for every movie. So you can go through both. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, no, I absolutely want to defend this movie. Right. But my heart just tells me to dunk. All right. Partly because I just want to be contradictory to you because I know you love this movie so much. That's fair. <laughs> so, we need some, a little bit of yen and yen yeah, on this yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh my dunk is this this is where I feel like the franchise begins to be too ridiculous. Right. Like it's just the this is the start of the these movies are totally unbelievable and everything that like has a grasp on reality, it just starts to slip away. And so from this point on, like all the movies are a blur in my head. Like this is the beginning of the blur. To me, like the, hmm. I, there's the one movie just blends into the next from here on out, and so that's where it's like, man, I I do love this movie, but there it just starts to to fall apart as far as being consistent. Yeah, it's not consistent with reality. Yeah, it's. I mean, I think they're consistent with themselves, but. I see what you're saying. You do run into into like some real repetitive things. Not necessarily any repetitive actions, but like repetitive scenarios in terms of it just is all right, they have to get something off of something else that's moving. And they got like badass trucks and cars to do it. And now they're going to succeed at that plan. And one of them's almost going to die, but not going to die. Yeah. Boom. And they miraculously <laughs> make off with the money somehow. Yeah. And so you do you do run into that formula for sure. Yep. So that's your dunk. 
and I didn't see enough racing. Oh, God. You're one of those. There's not. Look, I need racing in my Fast and Furious, all right? You're going to be real upset about nine. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> I need some freaking racing. And there was, what, like one street race? Is there even one street race? Yeah, it's with the crew when they get the cop cars. Yeah, and that doesn't even, that like kind of counts. Yeah, I mean, it's the only full-length street race that you see the whole thing in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it's not, you get the street racing vibe in one of them, but you don't get, yeah, you don't get the... So that's fair. And other than that, my defends are, it's super fun. I love Elena. <laughs> oh my gosh, Elsa Pataki. She's like one of my total celeb crushes. Uh, love that The Rock gets introduced into the franchise. Mm-hmm. He's a big, big proponent. He's the best character. Soon he will uh, maybe be invited to the barbecue. Who knows? Uh, and then... Yeah, it's just good fun. I'm glad uh, Brian and Dom are at the point where they're really solidifying their brotherhood. There's no no turning back from being bros at this point. Mm-hmm. They've done done a lot to sacrifice for each other, and Brian and me are fully a fully a family at this point too. So that's pretty dope. That's all I got. Go for it. Excuse me. It's cold out here. That's all. Um, obviously, defend this movie, Joe. What are you thinking? Here's why. Uh, street racing is dumb, and no one cares about it. <laughs> How many times can you see people uh, driving in a car and just like talking about driving in a car? Uh, those scenes peaked, I'm going to say, in Fast 2. But here's here's why I figured out I, when I first saw Fast Five I felt like this franchise has jumped the shark and it's dumb. But then, and upon further inspection, I found that really what Fast Five is doing is it's pivoting the franchise into something new, which isn't necessarily bad. It's just new, and the new thing that it's pivoted into, which was always kind of part of it, and they're also keeping some of the element elements of them like of the previous movies and kind of turning them into something new, like with the heisting and the, you know, like I said, they're always on cars, the cars get bigger, things like that. It turned all that into a film category that I call spectacle and spectacle gets no respect, but also spectacle is really fun to watch. If it's done well, if it's done poorly, like transformers, knights of columbus or whatever (laughs) it's horrible to watch and it sucks super bad oh yeah and what fast and furious seems to manage to do except for i'll say fast nine i really did not care for um it manages to create spectacle where you care about the characters enough and you feel their sense of danger enough and you feel like they actually are scared of this but also, they're willing to try insane things that no human being could ever try. Like, it grounds it just enough for the spectacle to, like, be compelling and to be fun. And not really, maybe not compelling is not the right word, but compelling enough to maintain a sense of fun. 
Because if you do spectacle, spectacle poorly, it's like if you do comedy poorly. It's just horrible. It <laughs> sucks to watch. Like, yeah. it sucks to watch. But these movies, from this point on, do spectacle bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And, like, apart from F9, they knock, they, like, keep you on that edge of your seat. They keep it fun. And, like, I think there's something to be said for that. Like, like I said, Transformers shows you that it's not, it's not easy. You can mess it up. And if you mess it up, it's horrible. Like, and they do a good job. And that's, that is a real skill that has to be crafted. And that's where you see, like, Michael Bay. You see, like, bad boys do that. And it's fun and enjoyable. Yep. And then... That's why we're the blockbuster bus. You see ambulance, and it sucks. Like, <laughs> like it's just yeah. boring the whole time. It's just boring. And Didn't watch it. Looked awful. <laughs> it was awful, man. <laughs> and so it's like you see Armageddon, and you're like, this movie's pretty fun. Like, this is Bayhem at its best, basically. <laughs> like it's not even Bayhem yet, actually. But you know what I mean. And so it's a skill that not every every director really has, and Justin Lin definitely does have it. And he he built this franchise on that on that. And he pivoted it, and that's really impressive and fun. My dunks are there's real continuity errors. Um, like I've already mentioned a couple. They're they're a little bit nitpicky, but and I didn't like Vince being back in the crew for a second. Mm. I'm glad he died. Yeah, but that yeah. type of that type of drama. Vince, I've never liked Vince as a character. Oh, absolutely. I've never not. liked he was in the show. I don't think yeah. he add I think he added something a little bit to the first movie, but as the guy that Brian helps even though he's his enemy to make us like Brian more. Yeah. But this movie was like Vince was they were trying to make Vince into his like own character with his own desires and thoughts and needs and stuff. Yep. And it just it was just like, oh gosh, I don't care about Vince. Yeah. Like I <laughs> I don't care about Vince. It could be anybody. Like just <laughs> I don't care about him, and I just don't want him to be there. So I'm bummed. I yeah, I didn't like that part. Uh, I did feel like the the romance, the budding romance with Dom and Elena is good. I'm happy that they did that, but it did feel a little bit surprising to me how right. quickly that that happened because of Letty. Yeah, and he just like got vengeance for her like a couple weeks ago. Like it wasn't he. She's been dead for a little while, but he just like avenged her death, and then he got arrested. Well, it may have. Been, I think it's been longer than that. Oh, okay. that they've been on the run. Yeah, it's probably been like yeah it, six months to a year. That oh they, really? Yeah. Cause I, they, oh yeah, I guess they run out of money and they like run out of food and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They've been traveling through South America for a while. It's not like huh. it's only been a couple weeks since they left the U.S. That makes sense. Brian didn't have a beard, so I didn't know how long time had passed. They yeah. didn't do. They didn't have a little marker in there. But yeah, so that that felt a little rushed to me, but unclear. not a problem. Yeah, um, for sure. It's also not... I don't understand why Giselle's there other than to be hot, which is fine. <laughs> but it's I would like I would like her care like her participation in the team to be more justified. I mean, like it's a pretty risky plan. So why is she there? Dom Dom no, trusts her from Fast Four. Yeah, like but why is she? She doesn't do anything. She's a driver, but she doesn't need to drive in the <laughs> plot. Like, I get it. I get it. After this one, now that they have like the family bond, but like, I don't know. So that that to me, her addition is is welcome but unnecessary, and therefore I must dunk on it. 
what is mm. the quarter mile time? No, her her she's absolutely necessary to be there. <laughs> Movie's not made without Giselle, dude. <laughs> How else, because Han needs someone to make out with. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. How else are they gonna get the handprint, bro? Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, they need her. That's probably why they put that scene in there. To be honest, with you. <laughs> yeah. we brought her in because she's Gal Gadot. And but she's got to be useful she for has something. To be, she has to do something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, she's kissing Han later. Like, no, no, no. She has to do something that aids in the successful heist. <laughs> Otherwise, they'd be like, you you go. Yeah. You don't have to be a part of this yeah, dangerous actually, plan. <laughs> we don't really need you. And it'd be nice to just not have to share another cut of the money with you. Yeah. Uh, it's like, we'll pay you for your time. Yeah. You know? <laughs> All right, so that's that's about as far as we need to go with that. Uh, in this season, because we're doing it this way, it's basically a 1 out of 10, um, but it's quarter-mile time. So 10 being the, the theoretical best, as decided by Fast and Furious 1, 20 being a score of 1, a low score, a bad score. Uh, if the movie is terrible, I guess it could theoretically be worse than 20 seconds. But, uh, uh, perhaps even couldn't be dragged across the finish line in a tow truck bad (laughs) which is uh yeah another line from fast one so (laughs) yeah if it can't be if it can't be drug across the finish line with a tow truck or you know 20 minutes or whatever uh yeah 10 minute car is that what he says yeah yeah i asked for a 10 second car not a 10 minute car (laughs) we might give it some of those but yeah so i'm gonna give it obviously a 10 seconds right like it's gotta be no wow. i'm not oh i was gonna say it's that's uh, that's our first night. that's our first tent no. it's not the dark night <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, not. it's i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it a, oh, man. i am gonna give it an 11 okay because oh well, no i i can't believe with my heart on this one dang it all right i'm gonna give it a 13 and a half you can your heart can be involved with the decision I know, but I don't think, like, I get it does spectacle well, but I don't think that, uh, I'm going to give it a 13. We'll go 13. I'm bridging the head and the heart a little bit. I mean, I think the continuity errors, I think the fact that Giselle doesn't have any kind of character, I think that The Rock loses his accent halfway through the movie. <laughs> I, I think, like, the thing that's good about it is they did spectacle well, they brought the family together, and it that's actually fun and enjoyable and very good. But a movie, in order to be, like, excellent, has to be slightly more than just fun and enjoyable. Yeah. Sure. And so I'm gonna give it a 13. You know, uh, despite my dunk, I'm also gonna give it a 13. I think the the attachment to the characters, the general fun, the spectacle, and the overall well done heist, and just yeah, general funness. Uh. It deserves a solid 13. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, this has been Blockbuster Buffs. We are doing the Fast and Furious family season. Thanks for listening to us talk about Fast Five. Uh, We are on the All Days Off network, so check out other All Days Off podcasts, such as All Days Off, the podcast (laughs) that I make. So, uh, (laughs) yeah. Stick around for the next episode. Yeah, next episode we got four brothers with uh, this is Roman's episode, Tyrese Gibson's. Good old Tyrese. What's he doing outside of the Fast franchise? We're going to find out next time. Thanks for tuning in. Got any last words, Joe? Nope. Have a good day.
sweet. Night. <laughs>